All right, welcome back to the LREIB podcast. Uh, hope everybody had a good week. Um, Kevin here, I'm back. Got Dave with me. We had a week off, but uh, we got some stuff to talk about tonight. But first, what's going on, Dave? How was your week? My week was crazy. Sick kids, sick family. Oh, really? Yeah, well, my mom, my, my wife got the, the flu, and then Elliot got a cold, and later on in the week, and then we had that storm, and it was just like a crazy week, that's all. <laughs> well, supposedly we got another one coming, which I'm not looking forward yeah, to. Yeah, well, that's, that's what living in New England's like in the winter. Yeah, it is. I, I think it's, I, I'm hoping that it's winter's last stand, though, because like last year around this time, we got hit with a pretty big storm about what they're calling for this time. And that was like the last one. So hopefully it's more the same. Yeah. I'm thinking that it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's winter's death rows. It's just giving us a last little bit of torture. Right. Right. So, um, let's see, uh, you, I think we didn't, we didn't do, we didn't talk last week. Really. Um, you had a show recently, right? Yeah, I had a battle of the bands uh, a couple of Thursdays ago. We ended up winning that round, um, and then we'll be moving on to to the next round, hopefully in uh, end of March, uh, early April. So, oh, I didn't, exciting. I didn't know this was a battle type of thing. Oh, that's kind of dope. Well, yeah, that show was a battle. That show was it was cool. We had a good night. We we rocked the stage. It was a, it was a fun time. Oh, that's kind of sick. So, how does that work? So, you guys just kind of get up there and freestyle type of thing, or you play like prepared? No. We do our, our best 45 minute set. Um, mm. we, we rock out, uh, you know, you're, you're judged on, you know, crowd participation, professionalism, yeah. uh, you know, performance, etc. And, you know, it was a great night. We, you know, we gave it our all and we're excited. And then there's the semifinal rounds and then the final rounds. If you win the final round, you, you, you'll go on like a five city tour, uh, between like New Jersey, New York and then New England. Oh, that's so pretty sick. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Everybody have to remember to check out Dave. Uh, what's your Facebook again? Friend of me, uh, for the band. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Friend of me Providence. It's F R N E M Y Providence on Facebook. Check us out. Uh, little, little heavy metal, some, some screaming and, and some singing, some good guitar work and bass and drums. It's really, it's fun. Yeah. I enjoy it. I'm pretty sure we got it's listeners my, out there uh, into my, that kind yeah, of thing. It's my therapy. It's my anger therapy. Yeah. This is, this is, this is my therapy. Podcasting, recording, bringing the shit that I come across to you all and just trying to sort shit out. This is where I get my, this is how I decompress from the work week. Yeah. <clears> and I'm, I'm highly addicted to it now thanks to you. So. Well, you've been a long time listener, so you might as well get into the thick oh, of yeah, it and start. Yeah, yeah. Making years, your own I've content. Been listening to podcasts for years. And, and then. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Now getting into it, it's one of my favorite things. It's just amazing to be a part of the world. And then also, uh, you got your own podcast coming soon with someone you're going to be pairing up with, right? Yeah, I got another partner. Um, we've, we're going to do a, a podcast coming out. It's called The Darker Side. It's uh, it's going to be like a like a comedy. We're going to have fun, but we're gonna we're gonna discuss like the darker things, like you know, like horror movies and and uh, like crazy news and creepy pasta stuff. You know, have fun. Um, my my other my partner and I, he's a, he's wicked into horror movies and and all that stuff. And so we're just gonna have a good time. You know, it's gonna be like comedy, but it also you know it'll be dark and 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 humorous at the same time. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna do our first couple of episodes this weekend. Nice. Hopefully within the next hopefully within the next two weeks we'll have the first one out, and then uh then we're gonna do a weekly a weekly episode, roughly thirty five you know thirty minutes. Well, we'll have to. It'll be, uh... it'll be fun time. 
go. We'll have to tighten up our schedule okay, so sure. that we can make sure we don't overlap yeah. and we don't, yeah. But uh, definitely let me know let, so I can let everybody know. I'll put, you know, once you guys go live, I'll put the uh, links up in the description of our episode so that they can check it out. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, bro. No problem. That'd be awesome. All right. So, Dave, anything in this past week or week and a half, anything in the news that you noticed that you kind of want to touch on before we jump into our topic? Anything at all that you noticed that you want to, you know? You know, it's just, you know, it's a crazy week. It's just another crazy, crazy week of, in this world. Um, I have too many things at this point right now. Like, I, I honestly couldn't even think of one that I'd want to touch upon. Okay. You know, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, the world is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Fucked up, but that's why we got a platform to talk about these issues. And, yep. Uh, you know, and but, uh, I can't really think of anything that stands out to me too much okay. um, at this point for, for the week. But, okay. Well, I got a couple things, <laughs> and I wanted to uh, make it a point to touch on a couple of them. One in particular I think you'll appreciate. If you guys remember, a few weeks back, Dave and I did an episode on uh, kind of raising kids in the internet age, and we touched on some net neutrality. So I actually have a little shout-out I want to give. I'm actually really impressed by the by the by um, the turnout of corporate America. So... There's a few uh, tech companies out there that I want to give a shout out to. Etsy, I never heard of this one, E-T-S-Y, Etsy. Then there's Kickstarter, they're pretty big. Foursquare, they're pretty big. And then another one called Shutterstock. So these four companies, and then there's also actually some uh, some states, I believe, that are following as well. They are actually banding together. And um, earlier this week, they filed uh, some federal lawsuits uh, against the federal communications uh, commissions, challenging them on their uh, pretty much repealing the rollback of net neutrality, uh, the the protections that Obama tried to set in place to kind of keep the internet uh, kind of regulated as a public a public good, you know, trying to keep things the way that they are so that we can all continue to enjoy and consume things the way that we've come to know and love. And as you guys know, recently, you know, the government has been rolling back on some of those protections. So a few of these tech companies, you know, decided that's not going to work for us. You know, we're not trying to get squashed out by the big corporate machine. So they started filing some lawsuits. I actually have here a statement from Shutterstock's general counsel. And I wanted to shout her out because I think it's fucking awesome what they're doing. Heidi Garfield, she's the general counsel for Shutterstock. Uh, she made a statement today basically saying that um, progress often comes through disruption and collaboration and free and open Internet facilitates both. I agree with that 100 percent. You know, I wish them all the yep. success and I hope that they can um, make some leeway with these uh, lawsuits. What do you think about this, Dave? Well, I think it's great. Um, and, you know, I was actually listening to a podcast earlier today um, uh, called The Brighter Side. It's uh, done by Ed Larson and a couple other people from the uh the last podcast on the left network, but um, there he did an episode on net neutrality, and he had a person who's uh, you know he works in the uh, you know the, the communications trade industry, and uh, he was talking about net neutrality, and he's talking about these these lawsuits and 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 everything that these people in in these you know municipalities and states are putting against, and yep. basically what this is going to do is going to tie it up for a few years. So at the right. very least, these mm-hmm. corporations can only basically put sneak attacks on us if they decide that they were going to do it um, in regards to regulating our content intake and outtake. Exactly. Um, 
So yeah, I'm 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 actually I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, anything that allows for us to have a free, affordable internet, where you know I'll, I'll I don't mind paying a, a premium price for my unlimited data, uh, you know, either internet or phone. But you know, give me my internet, you know, unlimited data if I'm paying for it. And, exactly. You know, I've got three phones on one one bill, and I'm paying like two hundred and fifty dollars a month. Yep. I'd better be getting unlimited, exactly. unlimited access to that internet. And look, <laughs> too, it really does affect but, everybody. Um, yeah, I'm all for it, man. I think it's great. I think it's great. Step up, uh, and and I think her 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 quote and comment is perfect. You know. Yeah, and look, uh, it really does affect everybody too. In Discord, but with you know collaboration, absolutely. Let's get it done. Do you think about all of these, you know, college students coming up, young entrepreneurs? Like one of the big things about the internet that makes it so great is, you know, there's a platform for people to really become entrepreneurs and create income streams. And one of the big points that when I was reading the article, for the bigger companies like Netflix, Hulu, you know, the big streaming companies, they're going to be fine. You know, they have the money. I mean, Netflix, they said, is worth something like 70-something billion dollars. So they have the money to fight these these other companies. But when you have these little startups that pop up and people trying to kind of get a foothold in these industries, they're going to be the ones affected by this the most. So it really does affect everybody. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. And I mean, honestly, even if even if it did go through, and these corporations like Netflix and Hulu and all these other massive streaming services, if they were to go through, and you know, they had to pay extra for the amount of information that they're, then that actually is going to, you know, if a corporation has to pay extra for something, guess who's going to have to pay for that extra? Exactly. And, and on the end, on the end user side, it's exactly. going to be us because. Again, they're corporations, and they've got they've got to pay their board and their execs and all these other things. Yep. So, I, I want my, my my Netflix to stay where it's at for a while. Yep. You know, I don't mind in a couple of years if they have to raise it because of services, but I'm not. I don't want to pay twenty dollars a month for something that I'm paying ten dollars a month for. Exactly. You know? On top of your internet fee already, you know. And simply put, exactly. shit rolls yeah. downhill. All right, so that was that. Um, I got a couple other mentions. This one's kind of funny. This one's funny because, you know, me and Dave always talk about, and obviously I never named the company just because, you know, but th- we, we always talk about how we work for an international global corporation. United Airlines, did you hear anything about them recently, Dave? I did, and I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> so, thought, uh, <laughs> is it the Georgia, Georgia's legislator, is that what it is, the, the governor, or what is it, the governor of Georgia uh, filed the lawsuit against them, or I don't, basically wrote legislation into their, into their state? stating that they're not going to, I forget exactly what it was, but because they, they pulled their NRA affiliation, they, they put uh, some sort of legislation against Delta. I, I forget specifically what it was. If, if you've got more information, that'd be cool. But yeah, man, I thought that was just ridiculous. Okay, so that's actually some news to me. That I didn't know about. What I was going to, oh, Uni- okay. United has been in the news for so many different things over the course of the past two years. It's just ridiculous. This one I thought was funny because something similar... Oh, I didn't, I didn't hear about this one, yeah. Okay. Something similar is actually happening at our job, if you remember an uh, uh, email blast that went out. So this is what United Airlines... Oh, is, it about the, uh, is it about the uh, bonuses or whatever? Yeah, so this is what United yeah, decided okay. to do. <laughs> So late last week, uh, United announced that they were they were proposing getting rid of their bonus program and implementing some sort of lottery type situation. And so how they were going to do it was they would pick a random person to win one hundred thousand dollars, a single random person. 
And then they have smaller like prizes where people could win like two thousand or five thousand, you know, dollars. And then they had some other prizes where people could win like they had like fifty vacation packages to lottery off, and then ten Mercedes. Right now, this they were they are proposing in lieu of uh, giving out employee bonuses, and the workforce there went crazy. Um, they weren't having oh, it. They they caused a whole lot of shit and ended up. You know, earlier today, United basically came back on and said, all right, you know what, we we, we read you loud and clear, we're going to roll this shit back, you know, our workers didn't like it, we apologize, this and that. Because I think what hurt them was they they proposed this right in the middle of renegotiating with the, the pilots union, so they weren't oh, having that shit. But the reason why I thought it was funny is because when we were talking about it earlier, me and someone else, an email went out basically saying that, they're going to implement this new program. A lot of companies are giving employees cash bonuses every year, but they're going to implement some different kind of bonus situation where if you meet certain criteria, you know, it's going to be a different type of like, I don't know, 401k bonus or something like that. I thought that was kind of funny. I'd rather me personally and for the people out there who aren't necessarily into the 401k thing where it's cash later that you don't see now, people out there need cash now, you know, people out there you know, are struggling and would rather see more dollars and cents in their paychecks. Give me, give me a thousand dollar bonus a year. If right. I meet, if I meet the, you know, uh, a certain criteria of a reasonable criteria, give me a thousand dollar bonus. Right. Give everybody. It's nothing. I mean, you, I mean, the only thing that it's going to do is build morale. I mean, and and and, and the corporation and everybody's going to start like really enjoying their job and, and working hard, knowing that they're going to get a bonus. Right. And don't you know? Don't don't play these games with me. Don't don't say that I have to meet an unrealistic goal. Exactly. Exactly. You know I mean? Five people, five people out of a hundred are going to meet that goal. And and exactly. how unfair is it for the rest of the people who who are struggling or or, or right. at least meeting? Meeting a, a satisfactory level. I mean, if you're if you're a satisfactory or above, you should get a bonus, right? You know, and that's why I equated it to this lottery thing because essentially that's what it sounds like. You know, don't choose yeah, for and, people and, and the where the lottery thing—that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. One person gets a hundred thousand dollar bonus, and everybody else gets fucking eat dirt. Fuck that. Exactly. So I'm, you know, I'm glad they decided wisely to roll that idea back. All right. One other thing, um, I don't mean to be conspiracy theorist Kevin here, but um, I always, oh, I always, <laughs> always, always used to talk about, I, you know, I growing up, I had a very weird circle of friends, and it was always these weird kind of talks where, like, you know, the government's going to take over, and, you know, pretty soon there's going to be one major corporation running everything. Well, Amazon announced that... Uh, they want to get into the banking industry. So now they're talking about rolling out their own checking account, you know, for, for their members and their subscribers. Now, that may not sound like a big deal on the surface, but when you think about it, Amazon is, if I'm not mistaken, partners with or a subsidiary of Google. Doesn't Google own just about everything nowadays? My my only yeah, point I, for I, this was... Massive corporation. Huge. Uh, they're, they're worth tons of money. Where I'm going with this is, in another few years, Dave, there's going to be maybe three major corporations that own absolutely well, everything. There are, there are like seven of them as it is. Right. 
and they're all making deals and rolling into each other and merging and and consolidating and it's it's getting smaller and smaller it seems like as time goes on yeah and if uh if you want to go even further back like past those seven major or eight major corporations that own the world i mean you'll you, you'll you go straight back to the world bank yeah it's funding all these right you know? and then basically the the, the the linchpin of this whole conspiracy is they control it all anyway. All of it. Yeah. I think, well, I think there will be a day where we'll have one centralized banking system and it's just one major corporation, whether it be like a shadow company or whether it be one major parent company and then every other company. Because for a while, Bank of America was buying up a whole bunch of smaller banks and just absorbing, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And Amazon's powerful enough to do it. Google's powerful enough, powerful enough to do it. So on the Wall Street Journal um, article that I was reading, says here, Amazon is said to, to, to be in talks with J.P. Morgan Chase, Capital One, and other banks. Sounds to me, I don't want to be too conspiracy-geared here, but kind of sounds like there, there's some uh, some things going on there. And then, um, let's see, Wall Street Journal said that talks are only in initial stages and nothing may actually come from them, but that, you know, they're, they're definitely in talks. So. You ever listen to, that, uh, to Hamilton, the musical at all? Uh, I'm not familiar off the top of my head. No, you should definitely check it out. Hamilton's a great musical. There's a song called, uh, it's about wanting to be in the room. It's about, uh, when Hamilton, Washington, and some ah, anonymous third yeah, person yeah. went into a room and basically tied the U.S. government to the World Bank at the time. Really? Um, and it's about, it's about wanting to be in that room, wanting to see that conversation, wanting to hear those words. And that's how I feel about these major corporations and their wheelings and dealings. Is I'd love to be in that room. Be a fly on the wall. Find out how much dark. Yeah, just see how much dark, dubious, you know, insidious stuff they're doing, wheeling and dealing with our lives and our likely our livelihoods and our and our money and our oh yeah, hundred percent wealth and our health, our our, our well being and our yeah. our sanity. You know, because <laughs> because anybody out there with half a brain is one hundred percent delusional if they really don't think that. Just because we see these politicians go at it on the public stage, please don't lead that to make you believe that they're not making backroom deals and going to dinner and pretty much laughing at the fact that we really think they're fighting over our best interests at the end of the day. Well, that's what the entire lobbying industry is for. Right. I mean, that's, that's, what, that's exactly what their jobs are, and it's 100% legal, thanks to... A hundred percent. Manipulating the, the, the legislation so that they can. I don't think the free trade market has been the free trade market for a very long time. No, and capitalism isn't isn't capitalism anymore. It's 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 definitely not. <laughs> I mean, you know, granted, when there was a time when you know it was fair and anybody could get in and anybody could try and make something, you know, it's now it's just dog eat dog, and you know, big bank takes little bank and. Big corporation drowns out mom and pops. That's not what this country was supposed to be about. No, not at all. And, and you know, written as a, capital, a capitalist country, it wasn't what it was about. It wasn't, you know, they fought against tyranny and they fought against monopolies and they fought against these things. But it's exactly where we're, where we're back to ground zero. Yep. Um, you know, where, where we were as a, as, a, as a colony, 13 states who wanted their freedoms and their, and their liberties. That's and, it. We're, we're back to having a, another, you know, tyrannical entity governing how exactly how we do our, our business in this country. And it's no longer, no longer free anymore. Like you, said. Yep. you know, 
Unfortunately. But as long as you got people like us out there watching and, and spreading the word, hopefully, you know, the shit won't happen behind our backs and with our eyes closed. All right, so. Yeah. Let's have some fun. Uh, topic of discussion. Dave. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, y'all know I like to troll social media. I came across a post last week, thought it was a lot of fun, wanted to talk more about it because I kind of have an opinion on both sides here. I like to play devil's advocate as much as I can. This one was a little hard, but I'm definitely going to give it a shot. So, Dave, topic of discussion. Here's the here's the here's the the crux of it. Men who get women pregnant and then they don't stick around to help raise the child. But here's the twist. The twist is. If that man, and this was a this was a female who posted this question too, which made it more interesting. If that man communicated to that female from the beginning that he did not want a child, wanted nothing to do with bringing another person into the world with that person, and then that person still chose to engage and interact with them, and the result of that was that a, a baby was born out of that situation, is he still wrong for not having anything to do with that child? How about we talk about it? Dave, what are your thoughts? Yeah, let's do it. Well, here's <laughs> two sides of that story, honestly. <laughs> I mean, if the, if the dude was like straight up, let's, let's have fun, let's have sex, let's, let's roll around in the bed and everything else, and you want to do this unprotected, mm -hmm. and you get pregnant, I don't want to be around. Straight up, I'm not going to be, I don't want to be a father, I'm not going to be a father. And then she, she, she just goes with the flow. Yep. And then, and then she, then, then all of a sudden she's pregnant and he disappears. Yep. He told you. Because. <laughs> but also, I mean, but also there's a lot of irresponsibility on everybody's part. Yep. Like, fucking put a rubber on if you don't want a kid. Pull out. There's so many different ways. Mm -hmm. to, 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 to not be in a situation where you don't want to be. But also, again, from her perspective, you know, and you end up pregnant and you want this, 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 this fucking dude who told you straight up he doesn't want to be in your life. Mm-hmm. Then, I mean, or that baby's life, mm -hmm. or have a baby, or even have that, then don't expect anything from him. Mm-hmm. He, he, he told you straight up he doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, this, just like many other topics that are introduced on this platform, they seem to be pretty straightforward on the surface, but they really are multi-layered and multifaceted. So, first of all, fellas, I, I try to... I try to advocate for my fellow man as much as I can because I do feel like there are situations where we get the short end of the stick and, uh, you know, we don't get our just due in certain situations for all the good dudes out there doing what they're supposed to do. But um, me personally, as a father, as a parent, I, I have no respect for a man who who creates a child and then does not stick around to play a part in that child's life because our children need that. It's needed now more than ever. It's always been. But these kids are growing up unbalanced because they don't have two adult parent figures in their life. So on one hand, I don't think that that's ever right. On the other hand, ladies, this 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 really does compound so many relationship issues that I see every day. I mean, you look out at these couples, right, Dave, and all the issues and all the bullshit that happens, and you really start to pinpoint, you know, what some of the bigger issues are. 
Like, it's really all about communication at the end of the day. And I talk a lot about that on this platform when we talk about relationship type situations. If a guy knowingly tells you what their intentions are for you, for the relationship, whatever, and you choose to ignore that for whatever reason, and then you don't get what you want out of that situation, it's not automatically men ain't shit, men are deadbeats, men are this, men are that. You women have to start paying attention and taking responsibility. Am I wrong, Dave? No, not at all, because, like, all right, so this, this, you know, this hypothetical person, this woman, is fucking around with this dude. He's straight up telling you, you know, I don't mind doing this, I don't mind doing that. I, I don't want, you know, if anything happens, I, I'm not going to be a part of it. I'm being straight up and honest with you. What the fuck is that woman thinking if she's going to get herself in a situation where she actually may want a child with this guy and then think that he's going to stick around? He told you straight up he's not going to. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, what were you thinking? Why are you sticking around with this this rude boy? If you want to, if you actually want to be settled down, if you want a kid, if you want all these things, and and you allow it to happen, and then you fucking expect this this deadbeat or this person who's actually brutally honest with you to fucking stick around and and, and man up, it's not going to happen. He mm-hmm. told you he wanted nothing to do with it. Right. So you can't expect it. You have to be open to the fact that you chose to actually keep this fucking. This, this mistake, or, or, or if it wasn't a mistake subconsciously, even if you wanted it, you wanted a kid and you wanted to be a mom. Mm-hmm. You can't expect this fucking dude on this side who told you straight up, you know, I'm not gonna. I mean, a wonderful thing could happen and he, yeah, he might want to come back and actually be a daddy, but who the fuck knows? He told you straight up you don't want it. And especially if this guy's already got fucking six kids or five kids or three, whatever, just kids fucking all around the city. <laughs> he, he, he ain't fucking giving money. He ain't giving money. You don't make enough. Women. You don't you know, make he's, enough. He's a, no, man, he's a fucking tomcat. He's not fucking, he's not settling for anybody. He's going to go fucking pick up the next garbage, you know, pussy. And then look, there's a, there's another side too. Because I feel like some of these women, either they don't listen, but I think the majority of them truly, honestly do wholeheartedly believe if they love a guy, if they love a guy enough that they can change him into being the family man type, that person that they want him to be, which is sadly mistaken. But a lot of women do operate off that premise. But sometimes the guy might just know he's not cut out to be a father or he just doesn't want kids. And he might just, you know, you, you have on one side the player type. He's just not about settling down. But then sometimes you do have those genuine people that's just honestly trying to communicate with you. This is not what I want. You know, this is not the picture that I see for myself. They're not going to want to necessarily stop having sex. You're not going to want to stop having sex. You know, as a, as a woman, I mean, granted, I'm not saying that you should. But what I am saying that is that it's not all fun and games. There's a lot of responsibility that comes with us engaging in these adult activities for all my fellas, for all my ladies. Anytime, I don't care if it's a one night stand. I don't care if it's just some guy that you're using to get over your last relationship. I don't care what the situation is. Any person that you lay down with and engage in adult activity with, you're potentially laying down with the next mother or father of your child. Even in situations where you're being safe about it, there's no 100% oh, yeah. safe way. There's yeah, plenty, of, totally there's plenty it, of kids that it, were it born. Has to be in your mind every time you lay down with Every somebody. single time. It, 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 you, even, you know, even if you're safe, 100% of the times, shit could happen. 
Because if I had and a dollar, even if even if this even if this uh, this tomcat, yep. came up at you, he got you all hot and bothered, and yep. he told you straight up before anything even happened, right. I don't want a relationship. Yeah, I just want to have fun, and I definitely don't want to be a father if anything happens and sticks around. He puts a he puts a condom on. They go at it. Something happens. She gets pregnant because of that. Don't expect it. Right. You know, don't don't. Don't give any, you know, don't give any thought to him sticking around because mm-hmm. he told you straight up it's not going to happen. And let's be honest, but I too. Mean, I mean, and, 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 and uh, they have to, you know, the women, uh, uh, from their perspective, I mean, they have to, you have to really think about it. You know, he's, you guys are engaging in an act in which another life can be created. Yep. You know. And let's be. Either don't do it or, or do it, but yeah. just don't expect anything in any way. And let's be honest, too. Even in even in a day and age where we are all educated on STDs, we're all educated on, you know, the the havoc that these diseases can can wreak on the human body. Let's be real. People aren't out here using condoms the way that they should be using them as often as they should be. It's not always about STDs. It's not always just about, oh, you know, I know this person. I feel comfortable with them. You got to realize a six month or 12 month relationship is one thing. But when you throw those adult activities unprotected into that scenario, you're potentially locked into that situation with that person for the next 18 years. That's a real fucking thing. A hundred percent. Oh and yeah, without a doubt. Um, you know, I'm, I, I come from the perspective of, of uh, I, I can't see how a man could just walk away knowing full well that he created another human being. Yeah, I don't get it. I never will get it. Um, yeah, there were times in my life when I was, uh, you know, playing, playing the field hard and having fun. Um, but deep down inside, the whole time I knew that any mistake could lead me to be a dad, and I would have to take that responsibility. And I definitely was going to because that's who I was. Hundred um, percent. I, I I can't see it from their perspective um, because you know I am a father now, and I I, I could never walk away from my kid. Right. And look, not 
not, not to be overly vulgar, not to be uh, chauvinistic, not to be any of those things, but let's be real. Pussy runs the world. Like, let's just be honest. Men aren't busting their ass to make money and to obtain, you know, financial stability and all these things just to sit around in a room with a bunch of men and fucking talk shit. No, they do it. It starts from when you're a kid. Everything that you do as a man in your DNA from when you're from when you're old enough to be conscious of the opposite sex is to impress the opposite sex and get attention from the opposite sex. That's what it starts as. And, and even when you get into a committed relationship and when you get married, it's still the same thing. And the truth is, is that you women control the flow of sex in a relationship or any interaction. Because if you say no, it can't happen, right? And no man's going to say no. In a normal interaction. Right. In, but, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a typical interaction. Obviously, there's cases where women... Well, right. Exactly. 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 <laughs> but what I mean basically is that you know, if, if if the woman says no, obviously that's it, right? We're not, I don't know too many men that are going to say no. You know what I mean? So really, you right. women control <laughs> how often and how, you know, the situation's going to go. So you ladies have to exercise the restraint to know who you're dealing with. And if that person is the person you want to make that mistake with, because if, you know, it's a miracle, it's a beautiful thing to bring a child into the world. But not if you're not ready for it, not if you're not expecting it, not if you're not matched up with the person who has those skill sets to help you raise that child. Then it's a serious yeah, or issue. Or you don't have the best support group in the world. Exactly. It's just going to be you against the world with this baby and you're, you, you make five, you know, five to ten dollars an hour. And, right. You know. Joe, Joe Schmo's chicken shack and right. fucked, and your kid's going to be fucked too. Right. Granted, you might love that thing to death and you might, you know, break yourself to the bone, but if you're, you know, and it happens every day in this country, you know? Mm-hmm. It's hard work. It's fucking crazy. Regardless of what yeah. anyone tells it you, it's hard work. You, it's you hard find... Work for two people. Exactly, exactly, exactly. You know, you find yourself making sacrifices and doing things, you know, not for you, but all about for them, and that's the job, obviously, but if you're not ready to take on that responsibility, you shouldn't, and you shouldn't have to live as much of your life as you possibly can until you get to the point where you say, you know what, I've seen enough, I've done enough, now I want to contribute to bringing another person into this world and raising them and seeing how they develop. But I feel like we put too much of the thought on the front end and getting the girl or the girl getting the guy and filling those voids of attention that we need in our generation because of our fucked up childhoods and because of all of the things that are lacking in our lives, we use physical companionship as, you know, a way to make ourselves whole. And then as an afterthought, and a lot of times when it's already too late, we think, oh shit, now I'm responsible for another whole human being. And now this person doesn't want to be involved. And then you start to, you start to do that, that mental inventory. And then you realize the signs were always there. This person told me they didn't want this. And now, you know, you're another single mother raising a single child or you're on welfare or whatever the case. And then shit, the, the cycle just continues. It's a vicious cycle. So my personal take, um, both people have equal responsibility in the situation. But I also put a little more responsibility on the person who ignores, not not signs, but ignores a person deliberately telling them 
this is not what I want. If a guy is telling you that they're not going to be willing to step up if shit gets real, then don't afford them the luxury of being with you in that way because you're just setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, 100%. Um, I, I agree with you there where, where, you know, both parties have to be 100% aware of the situation. I mean, yeah, granted, I mean, it's easy to, to say this outside of the, the, the passion and ecstasy of the moment. You know, we've all been there. We've all done stupid stuff in, in, in those types of situations. But if this guy's telling you beforehand or this lady's, you know, she's, you know, she's saying blah, blah, blah. You, everybody's got to be on board or it's just, it's, it's, it, you know, you can't get mad at the other person for, for telling you the truth and then, and, and you just ignoring it. Like you said, yeah, right. And look and be selfish too, a little bit, be a little bit selfish, you know, like understand ladies that the society is not fair and men have always, since the beginning of time, it's not, it's not respectable. It's not ideal, but men have always been able to create a child and walk away. That's the norm. People expect that, right? It's unfortunate, but that's the norm. You as a mother can't do that. You can't walk away from your child. That child is stuck with you. That's how the court sees it. That's how society sees it. That man can walk away. So think about that the next time you lay down with someone and you don't know if he's going to be there or not. He can walk away. You can't. He shouldn't, but he can and you can't. Well, in most cases, um, absolutely, especially um, in, in the types of situations that we're talking about. Right. But, I mean, there are those situations where, you know, the, the father gets on board 100%, and then the, the mother goes out for, you know, a, a, a carton of cig, you know, uh, uh, not like, <laughs> like a pack of butts, or she goes out to get, like, a, a, a carton of milk. And never comes and back. never comes back. Right. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, it happens. But those situations, you know, they're far... In comparison, you know, to the number right. of men that do it, you know, Papa was a Rolling Stone. Well, you know I, what I mean? I would say, and I don't, I don't know the numbers, but I would say that, yeah, there's a higher Vast percentage of men. Yeah. Far, far greater percentage I mean, of men I, who do this, for you, sure. You know, it's not it's not Mama was a Rolling Stone, it was Papa was a Rolling Stone. You know, these, these men, exactly. you know, they're not, <laughs> they're not invested, you know. But that's the thing, make, you know, make them be invested or, you know, take that time. What happened to taking the time to making sure that you were serious enough about a person to even go to that point. You know what I mean? Because I, and another, another issue from that too is the, a lot of these women make it so easy now. Like it's so easy now that men can jump from one person to the next. It's so easy nowadays. No, especially with the internet. I mean, it's, it's gotta be, it, I mean, you can just see that it would be so much easier for a man to just find a partner there and a man, woman, you know, uh, both, both, we, we, you know, literally, if I was a single man, I could find a partner on any dating site. I could probably have, you know, a, a tussle in the sheets with two women a night if I wanted to, yep. you know, yep. you just get on, you know, this site or that site, you hook up and you, you know, go, go on to the next day. That's the way, the way it is nowadays. That's and we is. have run out, like access to far more people <laughs> in that respect, um, than we ever did. You know. Yep. And again, not to be unfair, not to be unfair, but it's easier for us than it is for you women. It's easier for us women outnumber men. That's first of all. Second of all, our standards are totally different than women's standards. Most women who have it together, who want to look for a potential suitor, right? Want someone who, you know, has a stable job, want someone who 
you know, doesn't live at home with their mom, has their own car. You know, these there are standards. All, for the most part, men care about is how you look. And that's really it. And then once they get to a stage where they're more serious about you, it's if their mom likes you or not. Our standards are very simple. <laughs> there are very few. They, see, Dave knows what I'm talking about. Like, it's 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 very simple for uh, us. And then you have to look at funny. it like. But then I think I think a woman's even sexier if, if your mom doesn't like her, which is funny. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. But look, this right. Then, girl, you know? then two, though, two women. I don't know if it's because of their women and it's just their nurturing instincts. But a man with three kids, even three kids with three different women has an easier time getting a woman than a single mother with three kids, even if her three kids were all by one man. Yeah, I would, because, I would say that's for sure. Exactly, because sure. totally. how many men want to go out there and get with a woman to be serious about who already has two, three, four kids? Not many. No, there aren't. But, I mean, obviously, there's those types of people. There's I those mean, one-offs. I yeah, of course. Child prior to us meeting, but, I mean, but, you know, it's, you it's know, like... Yeah. But these are the things that men think about. And these are the things that, you know, I'm pointing out so that women can understand. Like, it's easier for us. It's harder for you all, you know? I don't know. That's just my thoughts on it. Well, I, I mean, it's just, I mean, we, we talk about this all the time and it's perspective. I mean, you literally have to just think outside of your own box. If you're getting into a situation and someone's being brutally honest with you, think of it from their perspective. Don't do anything stupid with this person. Don't make a mistake with this person because he's not going to stick around to be in this other life-created thing life. It's not. He's not going to stick around. He's not going to be its daddy. He's not going to pay child support. He's not going to give a fuck because he's just going to move on to the next game. Right. That's what he told you straight up. Don't expect anything otherwise. And if you do, then you're the fool. You're the one who's not letting go of the situation and, and grasping the concept of what was originally given to you. Yep. You, you can't, you can't, you can't get fucking blood from a stone. Yep. You're not going to get money or parenting from this guy who told you straight up he doesn't want anything to, to do with. Yep. It's not going to happen. Not going to come around. He knows what he's going to He's a player. He's a, he's a tomcat on the prowl. He's yep. not going to, he's not going to stick around for you at all. And the moral to this story is too, you know, and I have in my second book, Relationship Etiquette and I have a YouTube, on my YouTube channel, I have a series called Relationship Etiquette where I break down different stages of relationships. Women particularly have to start asking these important, serious questions in the beginning stages of a relationship before you complicate things by introducing sex into that relationship because it's harder then. Once you get your feelings involved, it's harder then. Because then women tend to get attached after the physical part is already done. You have to have these difficult conversations in the beginning before those murky waters come into play. Because then it's easier to weed out who's potential. And I'm not saying, you know, two, three months in, you're interrogating someone for potentially spending the rest of their lives with you. But I'm saying have these casual conversations, but introduce. It's not just all about what movies you like and what you like to do on the weekends. Throw some of these more serious life issues in there because that's going to help you know up front who's worth that time for the bright eyed 18 19 20 year old you know someone who's all in love and they don't know any better it's a life lesson but if you one already have a child and two you're over i'm going to say 24 i have no sympathy for you because you should know better by now you should know better you already have a kid and now you're making the same mistake again 
first or second, first or second date, get those things out of the way. Exactly. Don't, don't rush into exactly. anything. It's, you're, you're ridiculous if you think so otherwise. Yep. And then I was, um, you know, I was saying too. You know, it, it, the brutal, brutal honesty is is the moral of the story. Is, yep. is, is accept it. Accept it for what it is. Either either accept it and go with it, or accept it and walk away. Yep. Those are your two options. And I was saying you too. Know, you made a choice. I was saying, too, for the bright-eyed 18, 19, 20-year-old, you know, I can understand her mistake. You know, she's, you know, in love, you know, might be the first real time, first real relationship. She doesn't really know any better. It's a life lesson. But for the 24, 25, 26-year-old who already has a kid attached to her hip, you should have known better. You've already been down that road. You know, that's 100%. Just... Absolutely. I mean, I, I agree with that. Um you know, I mean, if you're seasoned and, and you know that you know how to play the game, and you've been playing the game for a little bit, then you should know better. Right. You know, um, from a female perspective, is what I'm saying. But uh, you know, because again, he he told you straight up at the beginning, don't expect anything of it. But again, the the 17, 18 year old high school first love got pregnant. That's a little bit different story. Right. Um, but if if you know the game and you you've been around and you know men. Then don't expect anything from them, especially when they're they're that honest with you from the beginning. Hundred percent. All right. Next uh, next show, I was thinking uh, me and Dave would sit down and talk about the pharmaceutical industry. I don't know anybody who hasn't uh, been affected some way, shape, or form by this. I think it'll be a really good topic for us to go in on, Dave. Yeah, I got a I got a lot to say about that. I, I um, I've got a lot of people in my life affected. Um. You know, very negatively by this brutal, brutal industry that could give two shits about anybody's welfare. These drugs aren't designed for pain relief. They're designed to be addictive and they're designed for people to get more and more and more and more and more. And they're making tons of money off the misery of people. And I can't wait to talk about this. Same here. And that was an awesome snippet. We'll give y'all the rest next week. Until then, I hope y'all enjoy this episode. Like, comment, subscribe, life relationships, everything in between, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Check out the YouTube channel as well, life relationships and everything in between. Uh, I'm Kevin. That's really all I have for y'all tonight. Dave, uh, go ahead and sign us out if you don't mind, sir. Yeah, um, Dave, uh, my name's Dave Bottle. Um, you can find me on Facebook. You can find my band, my band, Frenemy Providence, um, on Facebook. Um, and all, you know, all the other social medias, uh, looking forward to next week's conversation. Had a great conversation tonight. Uh, keep your eyes and ears out for my new podcast, The Darker Side. Should be hitting, uh, should be hit with the next couple of weeks. Uh, looking forward to that. And, um, and, uh, everybody, you know, like, like, subscribe, comment, do what you gotta do on this one. Love to hear from you. The more the bet, you know, more the better. Uh, that way, uh, you know, if you got more topic ideas you want us to talk about, send those our way as well. We'll be glad to hear it. Um, and, uh, you know, Kev, thanks for uh, having me again. Uh, it's always a pleasure, my friend. 100%. Hey, listen, if you listen to this podcast and you think I'm too opinionated, you're 100% correct. If you listen to this podcast and you think I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, well, let me know your feedback. You know, I don't, I don't do this to necessarily have everybody be hundred percent in agreement with me all the time. The point of this platform is to have the discussion. I don't know the answers. I don't have the answers. The point is that we bring these issues to you all so that we can talk about it, get better at understanding not just ourselves, 
but each other. I don't pretend to know everything. I just know what I know. I'll see you on the next one. Peace and love.